Podcast. I am Camilla, your high vibe advocate. Give me 15 minutes and I will give you a high vibe world. Actually, today it won't be just 15 minutes because, as I had promised you guys from the very beginning, I don't want this podcast to always be just me talking. So, today I am doing my very first interview and it's a huge honor for me because. I know that this will tie everything we discussed so far together. If this episode is too long for you, which it shouldn't be, it's just about twice as long as usual, but you can always just pause and resume it at your own convenience. You can make this into two 15 minute segments, uh, or, well, actually, it depends on where you listen to your podcast, which platform you use. But I know that, for example, Apple lets you pause and resume, and you can fast forward and rewind. So try that if,、uh, if the platform you're currently using doesn't have that feature. But my guest is someone who I have, I was very lucky to have grown up with and known since we were both teenagers. And Who I have had the pleasure of watching blossom into an incredibly successful and powerful spiritual woman and mother of my godson. She is Sophia Elena, creator and founder of Mindful Bliss Tribe, and a true modern day Renaissance woman. She is an incredibly gifted healer. The best sound healer, and I truly mean, mean this. I have never In my life, experienced a more physically and mentally healing service than her sound healing. She's also a theta healer, a chakra balancer, soon to be published author, ordained minister, an NLP spiritual mindset coach. And by the way, she can do sessions virtually. So if you feel a connection to her after today, be sure to visit mindfulblisstribe.com to connect with her and all her amazing services. And she's also a website designer and a graphic artist, not to mention a goddess mama to one incredible four and a half year old boy who I am so proud to call my godson. Her list of talents actually don't end there, but for our purposes, I will leave it at this because she truly is so multi talented that we could be here for an hour just discussing all the amazing things that she can do, like the fact that she's one of my very favorite chefs and stylists and makeup artists. So、uh, that would really just go beyond the scope of today's episode, which is really meant to bring a real life example of proof that everything that I have said in my prior episodes is true. Sophia is a living, breathing example of how to stay positive through tough times, of how surrounding yourself with positive people greatly improves your life. She has come to numerous career crossroads that required her following her intuition and taking a chance that may not have felt comfortable. She has reinvented herself many times, proving that change is always possible. She has dealt with abuse and evil better than anyone, and she has learned to forgive the unforgivable to set herself free. Her greatest challenges have brought us, or 
brought her and us too <laughs> the greatest rewards. And she has been able to manifest money by allowing the energy of money to flow through her. She had to learn to set boundaries and to say no many times, especially to people who kept taking advantage of her and were true energy vampires. She suffered from the curse of the blessed and feeling guilty for not feeling great despite her blessings, even though she is one of the biggest advocates and practitioners of gratitude that I ever met. And she has overcome fear of failure. So she is the synthesis of my podcast and the perfect person to show you real life examples of how to raise your vibration by following all these steps that we have discussed so far. A lot of what I have learned and one of the main reasons that I have the strength that I do is that I have had this incredible soul sister with me in my life's journey. So without further ado, welcome Sophia and thank you for being here. Wow, thank you so much for your beautiful words. I feel so honored and grateful for you and for inviting me to be on your podcast today. I feel the same about you as you have been such an inspiration to me in, in many ways and continue to be, and I'm really excited to be here today. Well, I, I really I, thank you for being here today. And, you know, maybe first tell us about Mindful Bliss Tribe and what is it, what services do you offer through it, and how did it come about? So Mindful Bliss Tribe was actually birthed back in 2015 while I was launching my previous business, Strip Tanning, a mobile concierge luxury glam service. And while I was creating and launching my business at the time, I kept getting these strong messages coming through me that I would start randomly writing down and all these ideas for healing were coming to me since I was on my own healing journey at that time. And I was experiencing all these synchronicities while launching my other business that I simply couldn't ignore. And although I had created an amazing business that was taking off, I still felt like it didn't resonate with me fully. And it felt like I wasn't really living my truth or my purpose. And even though I was being of service to people, I felt that I needed something deeper. I needed to be doing something that would radically change and heal others who have been through abuse, hard times, and adversity. And so one day as I was editing my website from my previous business and after a meditation, I was in this blissful, creative mind space and suddenly Mindful Bliss Tribe came screaming to me. (laughs) (laughs) I immediately took the steps to create my business and then as I tend to do sat on it for quite some time not sharing it with the world for fear of judgment because I knew that fully diving into mindful bliss tribe and sharing it with the world meant that I too would need to open up and share my experiences that led me to creating mindful bliss tribe and I just, I simply wasn't ready to do that. I wasn't ready to be raw. I wasn't ready to be open. I wasn't ready for people to know everything I had been through um, because I had so much shame around it. Um, and it took a long time for me to get to this point. And it, and it wasn't really until now. 
And it's really thanks to you. It's, it's, you know, you've been so supportive throughout my journey and it's, it's really helped me to open up uh, about this and feel, feel good about it. And I actually feel very empowered. So I thank you for giving me this wonderful platform to express everything I've gone through. We've been like that for each other. (laughs) Thank you. Um, And so I'll just go into the services that I offer. Um, Through Mindful Bliss Tribe, I offer spiritual mindset coaching packages, energy clearings, theta healing, chakra balancing, and sound healing. And I'm also a certified neuro-linguistic programming practitioner, which is basically the rewiring of the mind. It focuses on three parts, the mind and how we think, how we use language and how it affects us, and how we sequence our actions to achieve our goals. And using specific tools, I help my clients sift through all of their emotions. I help them learn to master their emotions and how they can change their daily language so that they can put into action the things that they desire and want to manifest in their life. Wow, that's really powerful, life-changing stuff. Um, And I know that uh, when I introduced you before, I mentioned how you are the synthesis of um, of all that my podcast has done so far, all of the episodes that I have uh, done so far. So why don't you just tell us your story, starting with your spiritual awakening? So basically, my spiritual awakening started many, many years ago. However, it did not fully happen until I gave birth to my son. I had an extremely traumatic birthing experience that served as the catalyst to my awakening and becoming conscious. And there was a time for a while after I had my son that I felt lost and out of my body. I felt what I could only compare to the homesick feeling. And it wasn't until about a year after having my son that I realized that the entire time that I was trying to get to my, quote, old self and trying to adjust to this new me wasn't new at all. It was me the entire time. I just had not met myself yet. And I always say that the day I gave birth to my son was also the day that I gave birth to myself. My son introduced me to me. And right there during that aha moment is what marked the beginning of this beautiful, dark journey. Wow. I, you know, I've said this to you before, that this powerful sentence that you giving birth to your son was also you giving birth to yourself. That that moment when we come face to face with who we really are as a person that maybe we just never got to meet because we were so busy with all of the other distractions that happen when we're growing up, when we're still developing, when we're younger, when we don't have a lot of responsibilities. And, you know, it obviously comes with growing up, but in that moment, you know, going through that struggle, going through that traumatic birthing experience and the circumstances that I know we're going to talk about that must have been incredible when you first met you. You know, that was probably something yeah. pretty powerful. So, And it was. 
And, um, and I know that you have a very powerful story about overcoming abuse and realizing the importance of surrounding yourself with positive people because we are all a product of our environment. So tell us about your experience with making a conscious and hard decision to rid yourself of toxic people in your life and how um, you even realized that it was necessary and the positive change that it brought to you. Yeah, um, so I had endured years of abuse with a narcissist. Uh, I was being controlled financially and, you know, because I wasn't working at the time as I was at home taking care of my son, my son's father would withhold money from me to the point where I would have just $20 in my bank account at a time. I had to apply for government assistance. I was on welfare and food stamps to be able to buy food for my son and for myself. Um, and shortly before my son turned one and after experiencing traumatic moments of abuse, I knew I had to make a decision for not only my son, but for myself. And I packed up his father's things, changed the locks, and that was it. He was no longer allowed into my home. And after taking this very big step, this is when I realized that the real healing work would begin because I actually did not realize that I was in an abusive situation because it was so it was so covert. It was like carbon monoxide that you can't smell it, but it's slowly killing you. Yes, it's slowly suffocating, you know, taking piece by piece. And, and, you know, I know that financially, that was also a tough time. And you have one of the most powerful stories of manifesting money, manifesting money <laughs> that I ever heard. Tell us your story and tell us how you kept yourself from a mental breakdown from the financial stress that you faced and how you were able to manifest money into your life. Share your secrets. I will be happy to. <laughs> um, so, you know, during my financial struggles, I had to be crafty. And I, during the time, you know, I, I refused to ask for help from my family because at the time they didn't know the severity of the situation. And I wanted to stand on my own and be strong for my son and not only for my son but I, I also wanted to prove to myself that I made this decision to do this on my own with my son and to get out of this situation that I was in and I needed to get creative and I needed to bring in money and so you know I made the very difficult decision to pawn a few items which I do slightly regret now because they were sentimental, but I was able to manifest about $3,000 in one day. And, you know, I had received the final notice from the electric company and I had just under $100 in my bank account. So for me, that was something that I needed to do. And to be able to manifest that $3,000 in one day was incredible for me and the very next day I went to get my mail and I found a check for 
$2,500 from from the law school administration council. Um, And this this was from a settlement case that I had been a part of, uh, of a class action lawsuit from years before that I had completely forgotten about. And it was in that moment when I had that check in my hand that I knew that the universe was working in my favor and that there was something bigger in play. And it was bringing me exactly what I needed because I had shifted my mindset and changed my vibration using the law of vibration dramatically. And having been on welfare, I knew I had to start hustling and hold my own. And thankfully, I had the support of my family when I made this decision. I began working remotely for the family business in events and catering, and I became very successful very quickly. And I manifested thousands of dollars in client contracts in a very short period of time. And within just a few months, I was able to get off of food assistance. I sold my car and was able to get a brand new SUV that I had been dreaming of and had enough money in the bank to sustain my son and myself. Wow. I mean, that's that's an incredible story. And I know we're, you know, for, in the interest of time, we're not really touching up on all of the feelings involved and all of the different things that were going through your mind. And, you know, the, the fact that, yeah, you didn't want to ask your parents for for help and that because you wanted to be independent and that's something that was really important to you to be able to hold your own even though your parents had the means to help you but that's not the person you were and that's not the new person that you had finally met in the mirror uh, in that new chapter of your life and also manifesting I mean think about what you just said you know the the fact that that check came at that exact time that check from years prior from a lawsuit years prior could have come at any time but it came exactly when you needed and when you're talking about manifesting I mean I know that we haven't gotten to the details yet but a lot of people don't even know what that means I mean it doesn't just take you taking things that were important to you and selling them to make the $3,000 or opening a mailbox and finding $2,500. That doesn't just happen. You know, it's not every time that a person goes to sell things that people buy them for the price that they're worth. And it's not every day that you open your mailbox and you finally get the money from a prior lawsuit, you know, that was pending that's going to come right at the exact time. So that manifesting came, came from your mindset. And you mentioned the law of vibration. And that is exactly what this podcast is about. And that is exactly what High Vibe Advocate is about and what I am trying to guide us all into. But no one can explain that, you know, the law of vibration better than you because I learned it from you. And so I think that you're the one who should be sharing it with the world right now. So tell us, what is the law of vibration and how does it change one's life? So over the years, I'm sure you, I know that you've heard of, and uh, many of you listening, I'm sure have heard of uh, the law of attraction. And it's, it's been a term that's been used widely and very often throughout the years. And it was actually the first book I read, The Secret, um, 
where I learned about the law of attraction and that was a long time ago and and I and I spent years practicing or attempting to practice the law of attraction and following, you know, everything that they recommended in the book. Uh however, I I kept finding myself stuck and not actually manifesting what I wanted and not attracting what I wanted. Um and in fact, I would attract quite the opposite. <laughs> Um, and it wasn't until this entire experience that I learned that there was a vital piece of the manifesting puzzle missing from everything I had been learning. And that is the law of vibration. Everything in life holds vibrations in our surroundings, what we eat, the words that we speak, the things we watch, the music we listen to, the places we visit. All of these things vibrate at a different frequency. And the universe responds to these frequencies and matches back to us the same vibration and frequency that we are offering. Now, I know many people might be thinking right now who are listening, how can you possibly feel good when you are going through adversity, going through tough times, everything... (laughs) is just tough and not pretty. And how could you possibly feel good when you're sitting in mud? Well, how does a lotus flower bloom? In mud. How are diamonds made? Under pressure. And the very wise and one of my all-time favorite poets, Rumi, he said it best. The wound is where... The wound is a place where the light enters you. And this resonates on every level because it couldn't be more true. Because it is only through dark times that we grow and build our character. And sure, you know, you're probably thinking and you know that it's easy to feel good when we are having a great time and everything around us is perfect and we're just, everything is flowing. But... What we need to do is when things are tough and difficult, this is when we need to be shifting into a space of gratitude and really, truly working to feel good. Because these are the moments when we need to stop ourselves in the midst of all the chaos and start asking questions. And that's the problem, is that people don't ask enough questions And instead of operating from a victim mentality and woe is me and asking, you know, why is this happening to me or stating I have the worst luck and similar types of comments that, you know, I hear a lot of my clients saying, um, you know, we need to start asking what is this trying to teach me? What is the lesson here? Because there's always a lesson. We are always learning and growing from our experiences. And every single experience has a silver lining. There is always a blessing in disguise. We just have to be brave enough to sift through the mess so that we can get clarity. The moment that we shift our mindset and really work at finding a good feeling thought, 
that is the moment that our vibration rises and we start offering a higher frequency to the universe. The Course in Miracles says that a miracle occurs in when there is a shift in perception from fear to love. So when we're operating from a place of love, which encompasses forgiveness, we then open up the portal or the flow for miracles to happen. That's when we, we open up the attraction, that flow of law of attraction. And that's when we start manifesting the things that we want. And coming from a place of love and forgiveness does not mean that you sort of condone the situation or if a person hurt you or did something wrong to you, you're not saying it's okay. The forgiveness, forgiveness is about setting yourself free. And it's about setting yourself free from the shackles of fear. And, you know, we all have our journeys here on earth. And we each choose our life experience before we even came to be in this lifetime. And it is our job to remember why we are here. It's our divine right to get the answers we are seeking, which also to quote Rumi, they are already within us. We simply need to learn to quiet our mind and simply listen. Yeah, it's about remembering, remembering who we are, remembering our purpose and just to go back on the coming from a place of love. It's not about the other person. It's about you. You are the love. There's God within you, and God is love. And I really love what you talked about, um, you know, being in a, in a dark place. Because you know what? The brightest stars shine in the darkest nights. That's why in high vibration places like Sedona, we see that starry night. And it's the most beautiful thing in the world and you know what what you just said was also beautiful and this interview was beautiful so thank you so much Sophia it was a great great honor to have you here as it is a great honor to have you in my life and oh I wish I so wish that we had more time but unfortunately everyone's got some place to be and something to see and something to do so if you guys want to learn more and dive deeper, contact Sophia at mindfulblisstribe.com, follow her on Instagram at mindfulblisstribe, visit her Facebook page, whatever channel is preferable to you, she's there ready to help and she can transform your life just like she transformed mine and just like she transformed her own. And that is all we have for today um i am camilla your high vibe advocate looking forward to your outreach at highvibeadvocate.com and as always looking forward to our next meeting right here on my channel see you next wednesday <laughs>